0: In the last few weeks, we've been informed that two Virginia Tech football players have decided to skip the rest of college to enter the NFL draft. And on Thursday night, Auburn University announced that its Heisman Trophy winner, Cam Newton, will skip his senior year to enter the NFL draft. Do you wonder what they're looking for? In speaking about her success, actress Jennifer Aniston said, When somebody follows you 20 blocks to the pharmacy where they watch you buy toilet paper, you know your life has changed. When fans follow a celebrity's every move, what are they looking for? Spanish have a story about a father and son who became estranged. The son then left home And the father later set out to find him. He searched for months with no success. And finally, in desperation, he turned to the newspaper for help. His ad simply read, Dear Paco, meet me in front of this newspaper office at noon on Saturday. All is forgiven. I love you, your father. On Saturday... 800 young men named Paco showed up. What were they looking for? John the baptizer already had disciples, people who sought to learn from him because they believed he had answers to some of their hard questions. And then John started talking about someone else who had even better answers, After having baptized this person, he testified, the Bible tells us, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I myself have seen and have testified that this, this is the Son of God. Earlier in the service, we heard Linda's testimony, and here's John's. He points to Jesus and he says, this is the Son of God. And then the next day, he gives another nickname to Jesus. He says to two of his disciples, look. Here is the Lamb of God. And picture this, because you've got, it's an interesting picture. You've got John and and two of these disciples. We find out later one's Andrew. And then Jesus passes by. Maybe he's with other people. Maybe he's just walking around. Who knows? But when the two disciples heard John say this, they turn away from John and follow Jesus. It's not worth getting into how John felt, I, but I think John felt good, really, because this is what he came to do. He came to point to Jesus. He was testifying, this is the one. So then Jesus turns, and here are these two people following him, and he turns around and he says, what are you looking for? You just turned away from your master. What do you think I have that John does not? Do you have questions that no one else has answered? What are you looking for? And the question resounds down through the centuries for and so for us today what are we looking for? Now Out of the 100 plus, 125 maybe people in this room, we've come for different reasons. We've come to this church following Jesus, looking for something. Maybe we're looking to fulfill a long-held obligation that our parents implanted into our brains, you must go to church on Sunday. Maybe we've come because we seek a sense of family a sense of community, and we haven't found it elsewhere. David Garland says we're mistaken if we think that people are simply looking for friendly churches. They're looking for friends. We are looking for friends. Maybe we've come because, like these two disciples of John, we haven't found the answers to our deepest questions anywhere else. Maybe we're looking for a way to serve God, and we haven't found success doing it alone. There are more answers to this question than there are people in this room because we have multiple reasons, multiple things that we're looking for. Craig Barnes told the story about a man who had come to see him, a man he knew, and he'd been dating this woman for several years, and she was starting to wonder if they would ever marry And the guy told Craig he didn't know if he could marry her because, as he said, I don't think she makes me happy. And so Craig interrupted and he said, what kind of wife would make you happy? And the more he described what he was looking for in a wife, well, he said first, he says, um, he asked him why not, he said that was a mistake. He went on and on, explaining all the reasons why she didn't make him happy. And then then came the question, what kind of wife would make you happy? And the more he described what he was looking for in a wife, the more convinced Craig became that what he really needed was not a wife. He needed a goldfish. (laughs) He needed a goldfish, the pretty kind that had a long tail and that floats around, or maybe a golden retriever, he said. He said but even a dog will make demands on you emotionally. A goldfish, though, just sits there and looks pretty and doesn't ask you to communicate, doesn't ask you how your day was or expect you to listen to how your day was or how its day was. And then he said the last thing he needed was a wife because his whole understanding of why the world existed was to meet his needs. What was he looking for? What are we looking for when we follow Jesus to church? Are we looking for a group of people who will make us happy? Are we looking for a group who will meet our spiritual needs? Who will be available to pray for us when we're sick or hurting? Who will help us grow closer to Jesus? What are you looking for, Jesus asked those two people. And I wonder how he asked the question. Was it philosophical, Socratic, what are you looking for? Was it like a mobster, what are you looking for? But I think more it's a way to penetrate their souls and to express for them a care and a concern about who they are and what their hopes and their dreams are. Tomorrow's celebration of the gifts of Martin Luther King Jr. reminds us to dream, right? His most famous speech articulated his dreams for equality and freedom and justice. That's what Dr. King was looking for. Sometimes it's difficult for us to articulate our dreams. The two disciples of John had trouble, thought this was interesting, they They don't say, they don't say, excuse me, sir, but better grammar would place that preposition at the beginning of the sentence, not at the end. Nor do they say, we're looking for one who will draw us closer to God. They say, Rabbi, which means teacher. They recognized he could teach them something. Where are you staying? They they couldn't articulate their answers. They couldn't immediately say what they were looking for, but they wanted time to talk about it. They wanted to know more. And so when Jesus then extends this beautiful invitation, come and see, they go with him. They pursue a relationship with Jesus. Jesus. Greg Asimakupoulos said that David Maines, the director of Chapel Ministries, was sitting in a dental chair with his uh, orthodontist hovering over him. When the orthodontist asked David if he would go with him to see a movie this is several years ago, he said, The orthodontist said, I've seen this film five times already, and each time I break down and weep at the same part of the story. I'm hoping you can help me understand why that scene in the movie makes me cry. And so when asked what the movie was, the orthodontist replied, Terminator 2 with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, they went to the movie, and the orthodontist broke down into tears just like he had before. And it happened in the scene where the Terminator gave his life to save the life of a child. two men went to coffee after the film and talked about it, and the orthodontist in that conversation hinted at an inner longing for a father's love. And David identified the symbol of sacrificial love so poignantly displayed in the movie as a picture of God's love. And David said, I believe that's what you're looking for. Your tears are proof of that. What are you looking for? What brings tears to your eyes? About what do you dream? In the deepest part of yourself, can you articulate that to God? Let's pray. Lord our God, these two disciples are our examples today, for they turned away to follow you, and you asked them challenging questions, and yet they stayed with you. They sought to understand you. They sought to know you. You were the one that they were looking for. We pray today that you would work through us. That you would help us as we consider these two disciples to articulate what we are looking for when we follow you. Open us to each other, then, O God, to share our dreams, our hopes, our fears. And to move together towards the greater purposes that you have created for us. Lord our God, we are so grateful for your presence with us through all of our struggles, through all of our questions. Help us to find in you what we're looking for. Amen.